Hello and welcome to the Duke Football Talk Section 17 podcast. This is Josh Cox, and this week we're doing something a little bit different. We were able to sit down with several players off of this year's team uh, during the bye week this week and have some really candid and fun conversations. So we wanted to bring those to you throughout the week. So without further ado, here's a player interview. We are now here with Duke wide receiver and team captain, Jake Bobo. Jake, thanks so much for joining us here on the Section 17 podcast today. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Well, we, we've interviewed in the past. We interviewed your, your quarterback, man, uh, Gunner. You and Gunner are pretty tight, man. And so we'll, we'll jump right into that. We'll, we'll go back a little bit later. Let's jump right into you and Gunner, man. You guys obviously have like a really, really uh, tight friendship, uh, close-knit guys. Uh, tell us this summer you guys did the Manning camp. Tell us a little bit about yeah. y'all's relationship and how tight you guys are. Yeah, I mean, we've been uh, roommates since freshman year. So him and roommates uh, live together. Um, he, unfortunately, I give him credit for this all the time. He moved off campus because he was an in, in, early enrollee. So we got the opportunity to move off campus. Kind of left me in the dust. So you guys can give him crap for that as well. Um, so we haven't been roommates since our freshman year, um, but came in together as, you know, we've always been tight. Um, have known him since high school, uh, went through kind of the recruiting process together. Um, you know, know, know him, know his mom, his sister, um, go over there. I think we were over there for Thanksgiving, uh, either last year or two years ago. Um, so we're close. Um, and we've kind of gone through this, our careers together, to be honest with you, both got hurt sophomore year. Um, both have gone, you know, through some things off the field together, um, through, throughout our career. And, you know, I think that definitely helps us on the field. Um, but obviously, you know, the most important thing to me is, is, is our friendship and kind of the icing on the cake is some of the stuff that, you know, you guys see on the field on Saturdays. Yeah, you can definitely tell it, man. And, and nothing against your first three years at Duke, but man, you were riddled with injuries and never felt like you could just catch your stride. You know, it was like, whenever, whenever we say, whenever we say something like this was only Jake Bobo's third career touchdown catch, like everybody's like, what the heck? So like this year, man, so just to go through it this year, you're sitting at 559 uh, receiving yards. Uh, You're fourth in yardage in the conference. You're second in receptions. You're seventh in the country in receptions. I don't know if you knew that. Seventh in the country Not. in receptions. So is this year just about being healthy, or is this year just a com- uh, like the combination of a good rapport with your quarterback, being healthy, good matchups, good scheme? What is it about this year that's made it as successful as it is for you? To be honest, I think it's, it's all of the above. I mean, obviously, being 100% healthy helps, um, you know, not missing any games helps um but you know as you guys touched on having g back there has been huge for me and my confidence um knowing that we've got you know five up front that are going to do their job has helped me a ton like i've had you know it it feels like you know tons of time to you know run routes and and get open um at certain parts of this year um and then obviously having T back there helps you as, as, as a receiver has kind of helped our receiving core as a whole, um, just to have that threat in the backfield. And, you know, you're having safeties come down and have to fit the run. Um, Cause if not, you know, 
his tail is going to bust, you know, 50 yards um, on any given play. Um, so we're getting a lot of man coverage. Uh, we're getting a lot of off man coverage, um, which has helped a ton um, for, for me, obviously. And then for all of our receivers, Jalen's having a big year as well. Had some big plays out of Daryl and Eli and, and some of those guys. So I'd say we've, we've all kind of come into our own. Um, I think the scheme has helped a ton. Having Coach Ferris, uh, Coach Boyette on the sideline, Coach Ferris up in the, up in the tower, um, those guys have done a great job up to this point. Some of the schemes, um, game planning, some of this stuff. Um, you know, we've made big plays at, at parts this year, and you got to give give credit to those guys because, you know, they've been scheming up teams that I haven't seen, you know, schemed up in a way um, that we have this year throughout kind of my career here so far. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about uh, on a previous podcast. Hey, if they're gonna if they're gonna play seven yards off the, off of you every game, then they're yeah. gonna continue to catch those seven, eight, nine, ten yard passes. It's, it's, yeah, it's, just keep doing it, man. Hey, that's fine with yeah. us, you know. Yeah. So no doubt, that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, yeah. You guys did the Manning camp uh, this summer, yeah. and uh, from what Gunner said, your family or you have been kind of a part of that for a while. Explain a little bit about that relationship with the Manning camp. Yeah, so it, this was my first year going down there and kind of being a part of that um, that organization, um, which was awesome. Um, my dad was coached by Buddy Tevens, who is a kind of a uh, I guess helps run uh, run the camp uh, down there, and so they've been connected forever. Um, and you know, luckily I got a got the call from from. Uh, Mr. Manning got the invite to go down there and, of course, said absolutely, you know, to just to be around those guys. And, and obviously I'd, I'd heard a ton about the camp um, in the past and to be able to go down there with G and um, learn some things from from the Manning family, learn some things from the ton of other college quarterbacks that were there. And then to be able to, you know, run routes and work out with Gunner. Um, in front of, you know, some of the greatest minds in football was, that was awesome. Yeah, for sure. Now being from Massachusetts, um, I'm assuming uh-huh. that that makes you not a Peyton Manning guy. It makes you more of a Tom Brady guy. So uh, explain <laughs> briefly growing up, man, in the Northeast and just how big a man crush do you have on Tom Brady? Man crush. It's a pretty susta- substantial man crush, I would say. Um, obviously growing up in New England, um, I would say 90% of the male population has a, has a, has a man crush and a romantic tie to Tom Brady, um, in some, in one way or another, um, you know, growing up, I wasn't a huge Pats fan. So like, I would like some of my friends who were like, you know, kind of off the wall. I would kind of look at them like they were nuts. Um, kind of like that whole fan base is. Um, my dad's from Dallas, mom's from Connecticut. So my dad's a huge Cowboys fan. I, you know what, what a huge NFL guy growing up was kind of more of a college football guy. I was a big Longhorn fan back when they had like Colt McCoy and, and all those guys. Um, but just having Tom there for whatever, how many years it was probably as long as I was there, I lived up there, um, just to see the way he competes. He's a winner. Um, handsome guy, as you guys touched on. Um, so, I mean, what's not to love about the guy? I found, I found myself, you know, rude for the Bucks. to be honest with you, when they went up there and, and played the Patriots. So, 
Yeah, that's let's go. I just saw uh, you know the Tom Brady memes are pretty epic, right? But I just saw one the other day that had a picture of him at his draft, you know, before he got drafted, and then one of him like uh, a day, and it said, "It's proof that you're not ugly. You're just poor." Right? <laughs> you're so, just poor. <laughs> it's true. So, so at the end of the yeah. day, no, I love it, man. I love it. Well, look, take us back to high school, man. You were recruited by several schools, even a couple of ACC schools, man. Uh, yeah. Wake Forest, Boston College. Um, yeah. What was it that that made you say yes to Duke? Maybe who was your lead recruiter? You know that type of thing. What was it that got you uh, down to Durham to play football? Yeah, um, Coach Ferris um, was my uh, kind of kind of the lead guy in my uh, recruitment. Um, it, you you hit the nail on the head. Came down to BC Duke or Wake, um, and I to be honest with you, I just felt like it would it was and still do feel like. Um, Duke is the, the place it would be the easiest and most there would be the most opportunities here to win um, I felt like you know cut at that point and still does um, the dude just knows how to win and that was kind of my where I was at um, in my recruiting process obviously the Duke education is unmatched um, but you know it was, you know, BC and Wake are right up there, um, obviously not on the same level, um, but I would say similar category to Duke in the, in the education piece. Um, but I felt like the Duke brand, um, the ability to win here, um, and we still, I want to, you know, push that one 100% have the ability to win here. Um, that was kind of what separated Duke from, from those other two. Yeah, and speaking of that, the ability to win here, we've noticed this season with you and Gunner and Dwayne as the team captains, uh, this year's team seems to be a really tight-knit crew, like a very team-first team. I mean, you yeah. hear Mateo asked about any of his success, and he could, he begins talking about all of his other teammates. We just spoke to Dwayne a little while ago. He talks about all of his other teammates. Gunner, the same way, all of you guys. And I'm not yeah. saying anything about <clears throat> previous seasons. I'm just saying this season – it seems to be uniquely that through the good times, the wins and the losses. Is that something that you guys have like specifically tried to instill as leaders on the team? I mean, you can try all you want. If it's not there, it's, it's not there. Um, so, you know, us three, we've gotten so lucky um, to be able to lead this group. And I'm, you know, honored every time I step into that, to that locker room, not to be dramatic, um, but it's true because, you know, those guys down there really, they love each other. Um, they're looking out for each other. They, they play for each other. Um, and that's something that we've got to keep harping on. That's going to separate us at some point. That is going to pay off um, at some point, um, either this year or in the future. Um, I think it'll pay off in these next five, to be honest with you guys. Um, Cause these guys, you know, we lean on each other. Um, we play for each other, as I said earlier. Um, and it's nothing that us three have done specifically. Um, you know, as I said, you can try all you want. Unless guys are truly bought in with one another, um, it's not going to work. Um, and, you know, I, what I hate this year so far, um, and especially these last three, is we kept pushing, you know, keep doing what you guys are doing. Um, you know, we are going to win because of how we feel about each other and how we play for each other. Now we haven't <laughs> these last three, 
we haven't. And that is the worst part, um, I think, about these last three games. Is these guys have scratched and clawed, not for themselves, but for each other. Um, and kind of to see it play out, how it has played out, is disappointing. Um, but I truly believe if we keep doing what we're doing, it's, it's going to pay off at some point. Well, you know, if you remove the, the UVA and the UNC game, right, let's just take those, yeah. Yeah. wash them from memory. If, if we look at Georgia Tech and Charlotte, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a firm believer if we play A&T week one and Charlotte week two that we beat Charlotte. 100%. 100%. Um, and, and Georgia Tech, I, I will not tell you, you've not listened to the podcast from uh, when we broke that game down, but we have our opinions on why that game ended the way it did. It was just unfortunate all the way around. That game literally, I mean, Dwayne Carter strip uh, has a forced fumble, and we just oh. can't fall on the football to end the game. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just stuff like that. So, it's those two plays. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. Where, you know, I keep telling these guys, and, I, you know, yep. talk to a, a bunch of guys. We are two plays right now from being five and two. We are RJ Oban's strip sack on the last drive at Charlotte, falling on that one. And we are one play away in the Georgia Tech game, as you said, from from Dwayne Carter stripping that ball um, and us falling on it. We're, we're two plays away from being five and two. And that's, you know, it's hard to win in college yep. football. It's hard to win in the ACC. But that just shows you, man, yep. two stinking yep. plays. God, I mean, you I can't dwell on that. You got to move forward. No, but, I get it. I get it. But it puts it in perspective. That's it. It puts, right it puts it in perspective, though, as you guys move forward and you are – yeah. You know, helping lead. It puts some perspective and says, listen, we could be sitting there with two losses, you know, two yeah. deserved losses that we, you know, we, we went and got our butt kicked in two games. But oh, the, other two games, yeah. the other two games at the end of the day, uh, one play away from winning those. So a couple of lighthearted yeah. questions, man, to close out. So we're big on the uniform combos. And by the yeah. way, the Georgia Me Tech too. uniform combo, the the blue lids with the black black, that look that was that was tight. What is your like favorite? It. What's your favorite uniform combo? My favorite is the all white. I think my favorite all time is is the one we just, we wore three weeks ago at, at Carolina. Yeah, um, Hellraiser. Yeah, the all white. I also sneaky. I like the gray, white, blue that we wore my freshman year at Pitt. Mm-hmm. I don't think we since, um, but I think that that's a good look, uh, especially late in the year because you, you wear like the blue leggings, blue tights with them too. Yeah. So my, my co-host on the podcast, Brian, who's listening in, he is the uniform czar. And we go back and forth every week with Duke football equipment on Twitter. We argue back and forth with them about what's going to take place. When we had Gunner on before the season started, we're like, dude, you're a captain. You have got influence now. Like, you've got to get those. You've got to get some sweet combos. <laughs> All right, what do we want? Brian, what do you want to see? Yeah, come on, Brian. Chip in, man. I've had a lot of fans tell me they want to go back to the gray – Hellraiser combo. Okay, I like that. I can buy that. Yeah, I've, the helmet's right there. I like blackouts. I yeah. like blackouts. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think we wore it Halloween of last year against uh, Charlotte. Yeah, and then A and T or or Central, I can't remember who we played last year. I think we went back to back, which I was shocked about. But yeah. to Josh's point, I've actually had the football staff kind of messaged me back. So I haven't been blocked yet, which is good. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a good recruiting tool in my personal it opinion. Is. So we 100% like, is. So it is. we like to see variety and we, we love the the jersey reveals. And so yeah. we, we were all just very excited about the icy whites with the Hellraiser. Mm. And uh we can get the uh we can get the all gray Hellraiser combo at one point and just one yeah. blackout. I'll be happy for the rest of the year. 
Yeah. Yeah, we we uh so actually in the team store, the Nike store, right outside of the stadium, yeah. they have yeah. this the, the football guy in there, and it's an all black jersey, and then it's got the gray Hellraiser with the all black. Yeah, yeah, which is with a really cool combo. So Brian took a, a picture combo. of it. We're gonna be shooting that out. Like, hey guys, here's a great <laughs> idea that the team store put together. So you know, that uh, would be a great out. combo for the Thursday night game against Louisville. I agree. As long okay. as we don't do what we did the last time, we had a Thursday night. Uh, ESPN game and we wore black. That was Miami, and uh, oh. we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to re- recap that game. But, but wait a second, Jake agreed. So we're we're gonna we're gonna push this hard. We've got yeah, we're, plenty we of time. Plenty of time. <laughs> going after it. We're going after it. And then our last question, Jake, equally as important. All right, equally as important. You've yeah. been in Durham now four years. Yeah. All right. You know the food scene in Durham yeah. very well, and so we need a couple places, man. A couple spots that you're like, hey, listen. The, these are a couple of finds, local spots here in Durham that are can't miss for food. Okay. Well, it depends. Um, oh, you, can list as many, you can list as many as you want. Okay. I'm a big, like, Tex-Mex guy, um, Mexican food. So there's a spot. I kind of – I live close to downtown, Toreros. I don't know. Are you guys from Durham? Yeah. Uh, we're all from Durham. Yep. Okay. So, okay. So you probably – I don't know if you've heard of Toreros. Yep. Uh, Solid Mexican uh, food spot. They have a promo. Um, it's like, I don't know what it is. They have a deal with margaritas also. If you guys, I'm 21. So. <laughs> well, no, I know, and I know you're just looking for like an NIL deal right now. That's what you're doing. No, no <laughs> doubt. So, like... Yeah, I got to get in touch with <laughs> They have a margarita. I think, I don't know what, it might be Saturday nights. In the off season, a couple of us will go over there and, you know, uh, have a few beverages um uh, on top of that i mean the dankery is like a really um you know a bunch of guys on the team love that love that spot um honestly i have never been there it looks great um looks kind of absurd at, at mm-hmm. some um and then I, i'm a big burger back back batch yeah a ninth street right um, ninth street yeah right over there on ninth um yeah, some of the stuff they have, some of the chicken sandwiches they got there are unreal. Um, so I'm a big burger back guy. Um, last one I'll throw out there. Um, what else we got? A couple of spots downtown. What's the um, what's the it's not it's not a taco spot downtown. It might be a taco spot. La La it's like La Luna or something like that. Oh, Luna Empanadas. Luna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Empanadas, Empanadas, Empanadas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Been over, been down there a couple times. That's kind of just a great spot. I mean, yeah. food's good. That whole area is cool. Kinda, yeah, that's a that's a great area. So, so we need your thoughts on Heavenly Buffaloes. All right, um, I'm gonna catch a lot of flack for this. I'm not a huge Hev Buffs guy. Oh man! Wow. In my wow. personal opinion, I believe some of their um, wings can tend to be a little overrated. Okay. I'm a big bone in guy. So that's yep. what I'll do. Buffalo bone in anytime I have yep. option. Um, you know, right, so, so let me, let me, let me help guide you at heavenly. Bones, <laughs> right? Yeah, so right, they, let you, they let you mix sauces. Yeah. Yeah. Mix yeah. So I do yeah. a mix of like the Buffalo, like, you know, mommy or hot, however you like your heat. And yeah. mixed with garlic, garlic, garlic. Really? 
So I don't know if you're like Buffalo Wild Wings has the spicy garlic. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's one of their flavors. It kind of has that vibe. So you got the garlic in there, and then you still got your heat, man. You got your zing. Interesting. It's, it's just right. if, you, if the next time you're there, you got to throw that out there. All right. Whenever you guys are on campus, um, they just reopened Devil Devil's Craft House. Okay. They do so. They'll do a little mix of wings as well, and they'll do like a buffalo lemon pepper mix. Ooh. That is solid. Um, but yeah, definitely next time I place a uh, have buffs order, buffalo garlic garlic garlic. I'm all in. Yeah, you gotta try that. By the way, shout out to that that like three level uh, eating place right there. Uh, <laughs> West West. That place is legit, man. It's very West legit. Sir. Yeah. So anyway, well, Jake, look, man, this has been a great time hanging out. Um, I know our listeners have enjoyed to get getting to know you better, man. Uh, good luck on the remainder of the season. Let's get a few thank W's. You, um, and thank yeah. you again for joining us on the Section 17 podcast, man. No doubt. Thanks for having me on, guys. It was a pleasure.